0: Hello, everyone. Welcome this afternoon. Amanda Grace with you. Chris Hubby is in the background. Welcome today to everybody who's coming on in the United States and around the world. I'm going to open up in prayer quick. Uh, because we have Mr. Peter Navarro with us, and we're going to bring him on in just a couple of minutes. We're looking very forward to hearing what he has to say. And so if everyone uh, will just take a moment here, I'll open up in prayer quick. Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, we come before you. We praise you that you are God. You are high and lifted up, far above every power, principality, and might. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise. Do your name. Father, we praise you, Lord, for your son, Jesus Christ, Lord who died for our sins on the cross, Lord, who purchased us, Father God, who rose again in three days, Who is ruling and reigning at your right hand forevermore. Father, we just ask you lead and guide us in all wisdom, counsel, might, power, and the reverential fear of the Lord, Father. Lord, I just ask you take the glory for yourself, Lord. You are the potter. We are merely the clay. You are the author and finisher of our faith, Father God. We thank you this day, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen, and amen amen okay so let me tell you quickly about our guest mr peter navarro and then we're going to bring him right on he served in the trump administration as the assistant to the president director of trade and manufacturing policy and the national defense production act policy coordinator he previously served as a deputy assistant to the president and director of the white house national trade council uh, he also is a professor emeritus of economics and public policy at the Mirage School of Business at University of California, Irvine, and the author of Death by China and Taking Back Trump's America. He is also a speaker on the Reawaken America Tour. And let's bring him on. Hello. hey,
1: hey Amanda. How are you? And hey, Chris, uh, good to see that you're having a strong recovery, brother, and uh, bless you and uh, hope I it, hope it goes well.
0: Thank you for that. I appreciate that. So there's a lot going on in the country there's right now. a lot now.
1: going on, right. And
0: I would love to hear your take on it. You have a lot of experience in this being how you have served our nation. And so I would love to hear your take on what's going on.
1: Uh, sure, man. The, the, the top line here is that um, for, for the better part now, of uh, seven years of serving President Trump uh, first on his campaign mm-hmm. and then through the four years of the White House and now in the Biden wilderness. Um, my mission my mission has been to um, serve the, the, the black, brown, blue-collar Americans and middle-class families of this country. Uh, they call us the deplorables. They look down their noses at us. But what I'm trying to do really now, as the 2024 presidential election mm-hmm. approaches, is as part of that mission, try to explain um, really what the Make America Great Again movement is—the MAGA movement—because we've been maligned, and to use my my expertise as an economist and a political economist to explain. What's going on with this with this failed Biden regime and how Donald Trump uh, can make it right. And so I've thrown all my energy in, into this podcast and Substack. I appreciate uh, you putting the, the address up. Like you mm-hmm. have. Navarro, we'll do that right now. Peter Navarro Substack. Com, mm-hmm. Peter Navarro. Substack. Com. It's the way I'm communicating with with the world now. And what I what I try to do three to four times a week um, is do what I call the the, the short form, uh, podcast and Substack. Mm-hmm. I deliver with each episode uh, you know a three to five minute read on the Substack and an eight to ten minute podcast where I'll handle uh, a particular type of issue mm-hmm. um, across the MAGA spectrum, whether it's immigration, the secure Secure border issue, Mm -hmm. whether it's uh, the endless wars, like which is starting now in the Ukraine or in my my best wheelhouse, the strength in American manufacturing base. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the way today's episode, for example, is uh, is on this uh, Alibaba company of the Chinese communists. uh, I've heard of
0: it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it's uh, it's uh, it's an interesting. I just to give you a little flavor of the of the substack. It's sure. Uh, the um, Alibaba is actually named after uh, a pirate, <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's no coincidence because Alibaba oh, and the Forty Thieves, gosh. right? That 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 company got its start by stealing the intellectual property of American companies um, and flooding America with counterfeits. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's it's worth uh, something on the order of two hundred and ninety billion dollars now. And that money is is basically stolen money from the American economy. And so um, they 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 announced uh, this uh, uh, this breakup of it into six different pieces. And, of course, Wall Street. Uh, through 12, you know, 20 something billion dollars at it with their stock price going up. And we just got to stop letting our pension funds, our retirement savings funnel over to the Chinese communist mainland. So I mm-hmm. so I I, I work through all the reasons why we need to do that. And often in the um, in the Substack and podcast, PeterVarro.substack.com, I go mm-hmm. back to the White House. And talk about what we were actually doing in the Trump administration to deal with these problems, and how it contrasts with with Joe Biden. Um, and we can talk later, maybe about the economy, but
0: okay. Uh, okay,
1: he's he's destroyed the economy. So that's kind of the the mm-hmm. big picture. And uh, what, what I'm doing now is just focusing uh, focusing on that.
0: So, so let me was- ask you, what were some of the policies you put in place to try to combat what China was doing. And maybe you can explain more how they've infiltrated so many areas, or at least attempted to.
1: Sure. And and, and going back to 2006, when I wrote mm-hmm. The Coming China Wars, uh, and then Death by China, I lay all this out. That's how Donald Trump actually found me, um, and how we first got acquainted. He He read my first book on China. He's put it in his top 10 and everything kind of followed from there. When I was in the white house, um, the big thing we did was, was, uh, to impose significant tariffs on Chinese products to try to offset all of their cheating. Um, there was a, (laughs) I think it was probably my, my finest hour on TV, Amanda. Uh, and it was totally off the cuff. I, I was on with, uh, the evil Chris Wallace on the Fox Sunday show Mm -hmm. one morning. And he was like, yeah, what's wrong with China? And just it popped out of my mouth. And this will, I think this will particularly resonate with your, your audience. Um, I said the seven deadly sins. And and then it was like, well, what's that? And yeah, it's the intellectual property theft. It's the subsidies counterfeiting and piracy. It's, the currency manipulation. It's also, you know, fentanyl that they're killing Americans with. Mm-hmm. And so, what what we did um, over a period of several years is steadily ratchet up the tariffs in an attempt to get China, communist China, to agree to a comprehensive deal that would eliminate that from their system. Um, we failed at that. The tariffs are in place. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Um, When, not if, when Donald Trump gets back in the White House, he will uh, decouple from the communist Chinese economy. Because Mm -hmm. what I learned in the White House, Amanda, is that you can you can negotiate all you want with the Chinese and all they gain from that is time. And then if you make actually make a deal with them, you can be guaranteed a one thing. If they cut a deal with you, they will not keep it. So what's the point? Uh, so, um, the devastation that they do to us every day, and it's continuing. We our trade deficit hit its highest level ever. I mean, we're over a trillion dollars now, mm. it's insane. And that's money, is that's just just and and I'm um, here's what's so sad about this the, the money that we run with our trade deficit with China is about equal to their defense budget, or I should mm. say, offense. Wow, because. Um, So effectively, what we're doing is when we go into Walmart and Target and the big box retailers or order off Amazon or, God forbid, Alibaba uh, and buy that made in China crap, we're effectively funding the Chinese military, which has its missiles Mm -hmm. um, and submarines uh, and guns pointed at American uh, peace ships in the South China Sea and the East China Sea trying to protect Uh, commerce through those vital shipping lanes in Taiwan. So um, this issue is not going away. It's an issue which Congress loves to talk about, but do nothing about. And part of my um, MAGA mission, uh, when I talk about strengthening American manufacturing, implicit in that, uh, Amanda, is uh, cracking down uh, and decoupling from communist China.
0: You know, it's like making a deal with the devil. They're they never going to adhere to it. They're never going to adhere never to happens. it, and and who they serve and what they serve. Um, you know, they almost see deception as something that is honorable
1: to deceive they, uh, their
0: opponent. Well,
1: yeah, you, you make a good point. I mean, the idea of the uh, the Ten Commandments um, mm-hmm. um, that, that's not that's something that they will use against us. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, I, I, I think, I think if you were to, if they were, if communist China was a person, you'd call them a sociopath because it's a, it's a country that has no conscience. Um, it exists for the benefit of the members of the Chinese Communist Party and everybody else in that country, what, what Steve Bannon likes to call the Lao Beijing, which is the the common folk, it's the Russian serfs, it's the the American uh, lower classes, as it were. Um, These are the people who get exploited um, across countries, but in communist China, it's particularly bad. And um, it's just, uh, push is going to come to shove. I mean, Congress, it's interesting enough, Congress is, you know, they've got a commission going now, they're doing congressional hearings.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, guy I knew
1: well and rode a plane with once on Air Force One, um, as well as with the defense secretary, um, Mike Gallagher, and you know, he's a good man. Um, I hope he his uh the spine is uh steely enough that he actually uh, gets something done because I'm just I am mean, really sick and tired of, of of these China hawks talking about um uh, China and then doing nothing. And you got a lot of that, uh, uh, going on.
0: Well, it's interesting, you know, hawks are, you know, prey animals and you've got a lot of people yelling and screaming to do this or to do that, but they're almost afraid to engage or somehow, you know, they've gotten their tentacles around them. And if they engage, they're going to uh, do something horrible to them, expose something horrible about them, blackmail them, any of the above.
1: Well, I mean, the big problem that I've seen over the years is that the, the tentacles, that's that's the big problem. They, mm-hmm. they just, they give, I mean, the, the K Street lobbying crowd here in Washington, D.C., there's a street called K Street. It's where a lot of the lobbying firms are located. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it, it's like full employment there. And a lot of the money that employs these Americans is Chinese money. these this TikTok thing. Uh, that, that TikTok social app. I mean, we again, when I was in the Trump administration, we uh, we had an opportunity to ban it outright. Um, it slipped through our fingers. Part of the reason was um, the 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 lobbying efforts of of K Street. Part of it was uh, some of the internal problems we had, which I document in the Taking Back Trump's America book related to. People like Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin and the, mm-hmm. the now Fox Business um, TV host, uh, Larry Kudlow. I mean, these people uh, were, were Chinese Communist Party appeasers, and and um, it, it's it's difficult. But again, let me just keep plugging the Substack. It's peternavarro.substack.com. Um, on a regular basis, uh, at least once a week, I have a column on communist china which is um, which is well worth reading because a lot of times it's it's breaking news and and we just gotta we just gotta stay on it amanda because mm-hmm. they are stealing our jobs they're killing people i mean this fentanyl thing that's all made in china okay mm-hmm. it's like right now it's it's assembled effectively in mexico but it's
0: all chinese communist ingredients did an opium it's also protein. come from china What's didn't that? we have the opium crisis? Didn't that also start in that part Not of the world?
1: Interestingly,
0: now this is kind of
1: uh, <laughs> historically. It, it's kind of the revenge of the communist Chinese against the West for the opium crisis. The opium uh, original opium wars were when uh, the 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 Brits, the British. Got got the Chinese addicted on opium to balance their payments. It was one of the most evil kinds of pre-calculated economics things. Because because Britain, uh, which had the great empire at the time, was buying a tremendous amount of of Chinese products like you know, the silks and the and the pottery and and the and the tea that all they had, and it was it was causing balance of payments problems and run on Sterling and everything. So they decided let's, uh, let's addict the Chinese to opium and that'll balance the payments. Well, right now, I think what the communist Chinese party is clearly doing to the American people is using fentanyl and other opioids um, to kill off uh, the, the strongest Americans in the labor force. Cause those are the ones who are mostly dying. Um, at the same time, weaken both, both the moral and economic fabric of this country um, as part of their plan to, uh, to take us over, you know, they they're, they're, they, they, they practice the, uh, the art of war a la Sun Tzu, the famous Confucian Chinese philosopher who says, uh, you know, that the best, um, best way to take over somebody is, is peacefully without firing a shot. And you do it through stealth and intimidation and, and and guile and all this, and that's what they're doing. They throw tremendous tremendous amounts of of money at us uh, for spying purposes, and um, it's it's a legitimate threat. And look, I, it's what is it? Twenty twenty three now. I wrote a book two oh six, the coming China wars, and and it's worse today than it ever was. And by the way, yeah. When I wrote those books, Amanda, people called me a nut. They called me like an extremist. They were like discredited. And I'm telling you, they read today like a Pentagon report. And I can tell you being on the inside without giving any classified information away. Yeah, I I had the top secret clearance. All the stuff I saw (laughs) hits worse than I described it in the book.
0: There was no hyperbole in my books. Trust me on that. mm -hmm. I've been called a nut a few times. So you're in good company. Yeah, well, you know, must be doing so. It means you're ahead of the curve usually. That's right. Now, interestingly enough, too, you know, when it comes in, we'll get into the American economy in a minute. But they're also yeah. buying up farmland. Yeah, in America, yeah, this is problem. something else that happened. I happen to know of, of someone who owns a farm in New Paltz, New York, and yeah. they bought up a farm not far from there. Yeah, and they're seeing all kinds of things happen. Well, the two
1: things the Chinese are doing in terms of real estate is they'll buy buy rural land that are close mm-hmm. to American military installations, and then use those plots of land to spy. And then, just from a from a strategic point of view, they're trying to acquire not just our farmland but our food supply chain. That famous Smithson foods acquisition they did some years ago, where they bought up effectively to control the pork supply across the world. Um, and we let them do it. I mean, mm-hmm. we keep letting them do it. And if I had a dime for every dime store congressman who got up and made a speech against communist China who didn't do anything, I'd have a lot of dollars.
0: So what is the key then to beginning to force them out of our economy to to force their influence out more and to sort of take the economy back in america well
1: again i get back to the substack peterdvaro.substack.com mm-hmm. today when i talk about alibaba i point out how americans effectively are financing these chinese companies mm-hmm. which are then being used against us in many and varied ways. You know, TikTok's basically a spy drone for the Chinese. Alibaba is a purveyor of counterfeiting piracy and gathers all our data. So um, I think um, that, that the best approach is not just to stop buying made-in-China products and decouple economically in that way, but also to cut off any of our investment dollars to the communist Chinese mainland, and now that that Hong Kong's uh, been taken over to Hong Kong as well. And in some sense, that would be even more effective, the cutting off of investment funds, than um, would be just simply stopping by their products. But together, you do those two things, and um, that would would, uh, throw a serious uh, uh, crimp In um, Mm -hmm. the CCP's plans to uh, dominate, control and and, uh, um, subject us to their
0: authoritarian system. So if we did this, if this happened and these measures were put in place, what would it do to them, their economy? How do you think they would respond, being you've seen a lot of the intelligence on them? Yeah. What do you think would happen?
1: Well, uh, the, the, we're the biggest market in the world, so uh, it would it would slow their growth down significantly. No mm-hmm. question about that. Okay. Even as it's speeded up our growth. So right now we're in a situation where, where the the size of our economy and the size of their economy, the lines are about to cross where they're going to exceed us, and by some measures they're actually bigger. Okay. So that would that would, that would reset that in a way which we would again begin to pull away. And economic security is national security. To the extent that we're stronger than they are economically, we'll be stronger militarily. Um, choking off their investment funds um, would be a great benefit to investors here in the US because it would make their investing dollars more secure. And the fact that those dollars would be more likely to go investing in America rather than our existential threat, communist China, um, that would improve our national security and and be a, be a big blow um, to them. Um, So, you know, these are big steps. I I do believe that um, Donald John Trump as president in 2024 uh, would undertake both of those steps. Um, When I was in the white house during those last few months before the 2020 election, um, he made the decision um, not to uh, decouple from China, not to cut off their investment, uh, but rather wait until the election was over and, and do it in the second term. And, um, and we saw what happened and then we saw what happened.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. So for, well, it's true. If Americans, the disposable income they do have, it goes back yeah. into the American economy. It helps yeah. the economy grow. So how do you bring manufacturing as well back to the United States of America? Because that's important. A lot of it's gone overseas and it needs to come back.
1: Well, uh, here's the thing. Um, we have higher labor costs, but mm-hmm. we're more productive. So, in a in a world of fair trade where countries don't cheat, American manufacturing will be the dominant factory floor of the world. The problem, of course, is that everybody we trade against or with cheats, um, and I'm not talking just about communist China. Like India's, the the tariff king of the world. Um, Europe has uh, the, a value-added tax, which it uses as a weapon against us, and differential tariffs. Um, you, you know, wh- you name a country, and I'll tell you that they're cheating. And what we've done, man, historically, is lead with our chin out there. Where we'd go out, and in order to to be the leader, to show the world that this free trade stuff is the best for the globe, we'd lower our tariffs before everybody else and the practical result is we were we were right we're still running behind and mm-hmm. the rules of the world trade organization the wto don't let us equilibrate that so one of the one i did again i did a a, a substack podcast about this peternavarro.substack.com this mm-hmm. this episode was about uh, the reciprocal trade act that president trump wanted to impose Um, and get legislatively passed back in his first term. He loved that thing. He endorsed it in one of his State of the Union speeches. And it's the simplest thing in the world. It basically says that, hey, um, if a country has higher tariffs or non-tariff barriers than the United States and refuses to lower them to to our Mm -hmm. levels, then we have the right to raise ours on that country to their levels. Mm. You can see the obvious incentives right there. I mean, that alone, I mean, it would have and it will make a big difference. And Donald Trump uh, still strongly supports that legislation. So those are the kinds of things you do. I mean, the the other thing that, and I was really the tip of the spear for President Trump on this, uh, the buy American, hire American policies. I, I wrote many, many executive orders Mm -hmm. on behalf of the president that were signed that made sure that the American government would, uh, in its procurement practices, uh, buy American and hire Mm -hmm. American. And, um, you know, as well as as we did implementing those policies, there's a lot more we could do. But we've learned post-pandemic that it's very dangerous they have our supply chains offshore. It okay. is. Those days where where anybody in America is going to buy the pap of um, the corporate Wall Street types that, that, hey, it's cheaper to send the stuff offshore. And so you mm-hmm. can, your goods will be cheaper. It's like, no, 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 no. We now know that when we offshore our jobs and those supply chains, that stuff's fragile and yeah. we're subject to the blackmail uh, of countries like China and others if, for example, a pandemic happens. So bring it on home. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do that. Buy American, hire American. The two simple rules of Donald Trump. He said it many times, and I'll say it again.
0: They're good rules. And, you know, I have a question too. Does True. Does this involve also, do you think, lowering the corporate tax rate is an incentive to bring... These manufacturing corporations and back. Well, uh, yeah, that's interesting. And and you know, as a as a
1: MAGA populist, um, uh, you know, it's like when you talk about the 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 corporate tax. Mm -hmm. If you support lowering that tax, people can sometimes misconstrue that Mm -hmm. as being pro corporate. But the reality is that if American corporations. Have to pay higher taxes than, say, a European corporation or a Thai corporation or a Chinese corporation, the investment's going to go to the lower tax haven rather than stay here. So, the whole point of lowering the corporate tax, as you point out, Amanda, precisely is to make this a more attractive investment uh, destination. Of course, Biden. Um, is going in the total opposite direction. and that uh, mm-hmm. like so many of his policies, uh, that won't end well for us. I mean, I should you know pivot a little bit to, to Biden. I mean everything he has done economically, and a lot of it was to undo a lot of the executive orders I actually helped write, um, has been to create a slower growing economy that's highly prone to inflation. Mm-hmm. Um, and shortages. And and these are all politician-made disasters. And, and um, mm-hmm. that's why I think uh, this election in 2024 is going to be so important.
0: It is. It's crucial. And let me ask you, who do you really think is running the country? Because we all see what's going on with things Biden is saying and he's doing, not to say he's got no say, but, but yeah. who do you think is really pulling the strings here?
1: The way it works with Biden, I mean, let's let's be honest here. He's okay. he's, uh, he's not playing with a full deck. I mean, no. He's just, he's,
0: if few fry short of a Happy Meal, this is yeah. like, you know what I mean? So, we're at that point.
1: So he's got, um, the, the way Washington works is, you know, when, they, when, they, when the Democrats were out of office, all of the people who worked for Obama and Biden when he was vice mm-hmm. president, they go out to the think tanks and the lobbying firms and this, that, and the other thing a lot of its china money and stuff like that and they just they get ready to come back and and mm-hmm. do essentially the bidding uh of the 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 globalist wall street elites who first and foremost want to send our jobs offshore and open our borders to bring in cheap labor i mean that's that's kind of their mission yep and yeah you know, and then you got the kind of military industrial complex who don't care about people getting their arms and legs blown off in the Hindu Kush, they, they just, you know, they're going to make some money um, making weapons and sending sending our troops offshore. So you got those that problem. Um, and then you've got the deep state itself, the entrenched bureaucrats, which which skew heavily towards woke progressives. Mm-hmm. So when you ask me who's controlling things, it's it's a coalition of these uh, these these corporate elites and these deep staters. Um, who who effectively control power, and they're not they're not um, they're not looking after flyover country. Let's put it that
0: way. No, no, they're looking to systematically destroy it, change the foundation of it, destroy yeah. what this country is founded on. Yeah. You know, the Constitution and Judeo Christian values, and totally put it into bondage. I mean, that is the ultimate goal: is to put it into complete bondage and never let it back out again.
1: Well, if you, you know, the the com mm-hmm. the, the taking back Trump's America. I mean, let's talk a little bit about what I mean mm-hmm. by Trump's America, right? What is that versus, say, Biden's America or Pelosi's America or AOC's America? Trump's America is a place where it, with the what I call the Iron Triangle of MAGA, where we are committed to a strong... American manufacturing base for both for defense purposes and to provide rising real wages for black, brown, and blue collar Americans. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a place where we have secure borders to protect our own workforce from a flood of illegal, immigrant, illiterate labor that bids down wages and then, by the way, brings in uh, crime, uh, disease. Fentanyl drugs, the whole ball of wax. Um, it's a place where, where we want to defend our national interest and have a strong military, but we don't use that military uh, frivol frivolously. I mean, we. I mean, let's face it. At the end of the day, George Bush and Dick Cheney went into Iraq
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: because. Saddam Hussein threatened Bush's daddy. I mean, it's simple as is that. that no, that's the, the truth. that's a true truth. story. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a true story. And so, um, uh, but, but it's beyond that. Besides that Iron Triangle, it's a place where when we send our kids to school, uh, we want them to learn reading, writing, and arithmetic and prepare them for what is a harsh, competitive global environment rather than be stuck with
0: the critical race theory and the gender and the wokeism. up, hold on, Peter Navarro. We just lost him for a minute, but he should be coming back on. So we will stand by here while he's, I'm not surprised this is happening actually, uh, because of who he is, but let's see. Oh, there he is. Hold on. We just got him back. Hello. We're back.
1: Yeah. Sorry.
0: That's okay. uh, I don't know what happened
1: there, but the internet is a is a funny thing. Um, mm-hmm. But you know what I was saying was that beyond the the Iron Triangle of MAGA, the the strong manufacturing base, the end endless wars, and secure borders, there's you know there's the issue about parents wanting to send their school kids to school, to to do reading, writing, arithmetic, yeah. to get them prepared for that. Tough global competitive environment, rather than the critical race theory, the gender wokeism. stuff, mm-hmm. all the wokeism st- stuff that, that that really is not going to help them out there. You know, there, there's that. There's the the civil liberties issue where we've got a, and I've been the victim of this myself. Although I, I hate to use that kind of word, or let's say the target.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I guess I don't feel like a victim. I feel like a target. Of the uh, weaponization of uh, our government for partisan purposes, the Department of Justice, the FBI, and so there's 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 other MAGA issues, but but that's kind of what uh, what we need to be able to communicate. I mean, if you're, I'd like to make each one of you a proselytizer for MAGA, where you can go out and explain when when Biden. And those folks call MAGA domestic extremists. It's like nothing extreme about wanting a strong manufacturing base. Nothing so mm-hmm. extreme about wanting a secure border. Nothing extreme about not wanting to send tens and tens of billions of dollars and drain our our our, our defense arsenal um, over to to Ukraine. Nothing uh, about uh, extremists about wanting our our children. To be able to have a um, a learning environment which will actually prepare them mm-hmm. um, for the real world,
0: not not uh, some woke uh, twisted utopia. You know, it's really deflection because they're the ones who the extremists. They're pointing yes. at the finger, really accusing us yes. of what they really inherently yes. are.
1: Yeah, well said. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: exactly. So oh, you
1: know, this is this is my mission. Um, what I do, um, you know, four times a week, um, I'm always working on this. But but I, I try to I craft a nice eight to ten minute podcast up on Apple and Google Podcast, and then I publish the, the transcript to the podcast on uh, the Substack, PeterNavarro.substack.com. So if you prefer reading it. You can do it that way. If you like listening, you can do it that way. And then um on the Substack, I obviously do some other kind of premium content um where folks um get get um uh, whatever's happening that week, um uh, get some insights on that. And that's the best I can do. I mean, I I it's um, uh, it's uh I know what it means to be in the White House.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um it's a tremendous power. Uh, to be able to write executive orders or, or make a that's phone true. call and get a shipyard rebuilt. Um, but that's not where I'm at now. That's not mm-hmm. where we as a country are. We have turned the reins of power over to a woke mob and we got to take it back. So taking back Trump's America is my mission.
0: And it's a wonderful mission and you do very well at it, sir.
1: I appreciate that, Amanda. And I appreciate uh, sharing some time with you and Chris today.
0: Well, thank you. We we know you have a tight schedule today. So we so appreciate your time and coming on. And we hope you'll come back on for a part two. We could do a little we'll deeper dive. We'll okay? do that. We'll
1: do that soon, Amanda.
0: Wonderful. Thank you, sir. God bless you. Thank you for coming on.
1: God bless you both. Bye-bye.
0: Okay. Bye. And that was our interview with Mr. Peter Navarro. Uh, We so appreciate that he took the time and came on and he is so knowledgeable in what is going on in this nation. And we need to be equipped. The word of God even says we need to be equipped and it's the knowledge of the truth that will set us free. Uh, And so basically we have to understand that. We have to use wisdom. We have to glean from this. And we also know, too, that this nation needs to come back under Almighty God so that the leadership that is leading this nation is under the yoke of Almighty God. I have said that from day one. I am going to stick to that, that they have to come under that yoke. The Lord will is the one that can open the doors, that can can bring judgment on enemies, that can protect, that can provide. He gave King David great wisdom in that area and Solomon as well. He even called King David a man after his own heart, even though he was incredibly flawed. And so we have to remember these things going into it. We have to be prayerful and we have to be equipped with the word. We have to be equipped with the sword of the spirit and the word of God as well, because reading this feeds your soul and it opens your eyes to see things you could not see before. It allows you to see what's coming before it happens. It allows the Lord to be precise, and pinpoint with you and what he's trying to tell you. So I encourage all of you to do that as well. So thank you everyone for joining us today. We will announce when we can get him back on for a part two to do a little bit of a deeper dive into this. Tomorrow, we will be back on tomorrow. Tomorrow night is Grace Out Loud, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I also wanna say we are praying for these families That were affected by what happened in nashville what happened in nashville runs way deeper Than we think this is the time between Purim and passover. It is the time where the enemy gets incensed It is the time that reminds him that not only jesus christ defeated him on the cross and was the passover lamb But it reminds him that god broke the superpower of the world that he was trying to use to keep the uh, Jews in bondage. And it is a reminder to the enemy and he gets incensed, but I this goes way deeper. I am going to do a broadcast and talk about this, but we are praying for these families uh because it is a horrific thing that happened. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus Christ has come to give us life and life more abundant. Uh, And so- just remember that keep that in mind god bless everyone keep the faith we'll be back on tomorrow night uh, with grace out loud we're probably gonna have some prophetic insight into many things that are going on in this nation right now so mark your calendar 7 p.m and have a wonderful day everyone thank you for tuning in god bless you armor up according to ephesians chapter six Hello, everyone. This is Amanda Grace. And I wanted to tell you, if you are interested in where you should invest financial matters, if precious metals, if gold and silver is something that you should invest in, or should be a part of your portfolio, please go to bh-pm.com. That is bh-pm.com. Beverly Hills Precious Metals, Andrew Sorcini, who has been on Art of Grace before. He loves to answer our viewers' questions, is more than happy to guide you and to answer your questions and to help you in those financial matters. So please go to bh-pm.com today. Thank you, everyone. God bless. you want to support an amazing patriot that's doing so much for our country and be a blessing you can go to mypillow.com and use promo code ARK, A-R-K to save up to 66 percent or sometimes more off of all my pillow products they are so much more than just pillows they have amazing bathrobes. they have sheets they have slippers they of course have pillows and they even have dog beds. And I will tell you a fun fact. Noble, our pig at the Animal Sanctuary that many of you know and love has indeed slept on a MyPillow dog bed. So if you'd like to be a blessing, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARC. God bless everyone. If you are looking for an excellent doctor, if you are looking to get healthier, if you are looking for guidance, go to Sherwood.tv Forward slash Amanda Grace. Dr. Mark Sherwood and his lovely wife Dr. Michelle have the functional medical institute in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Both myself and my husband Chris, and let me tell you, God bless Dr. Sherwood, because Chris was a tough nut to crack on this. But Chris is finally on board and we are both patients of this I have to tell you they have helped us tremendously they also have an amazing line of products that are excellent for your health and can help you get your health back on track so if you would like to make an appointment with them or you want to go see uh what they are all about what products they have you can go to sherwood.tv forward slash amanda grace for our birds and our animals at our sanctuary. They also have outdoor ones. They actually yield 30% more and grow the vegetables three times faster. So if you would like to learn more, go to amandagracerose.com. God bless. And I have to tell you something, they work. It is an alternative to big pharma based on quantum physics. Over 40 scripture verses written into these patches for everything from blood sugar, anxiety, pain, neuropathy, to immune system boost, dog pain. They are very yeah. sincere about um, having right. alternatives to big pharma. We are a big advocate of natural solutions to help with pain and 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 blood sugar and a host of other issues. Yeah. I tried the pain patches and yeah, I gave them I to my uh VP of operations also, Ronnie. And she said they worked as well. She was quite shocked, actually. But she said they worked. And they worked when I use them. When you connect it to your body, the skin patch changes your brain waves. This one is neuropathy. I actually have it on. And we use this on Toby, actually, because Toby's about eight years old. And from being paralyzed years ago and the Lord miraculously (laughs) healing him, He has a little leftover with his joints and his hips. So we actually give him the doggy pain patches. What was he doing? He was running?
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I walked him out and wow, he's boom. (laughs) And he got power. I said, no way. And I don't know. I said, Amanda, what What did you do to him?
0: So, it's good. Hello everyone, it's Amanda Grace. I'm coming to you today to talk to you about Reawaken America i have been humbled and honored to be a part of reawaken america since april 2021 when the first one was had at rima bible college in tulsa oklahoma and i have to say i have watched so many amazing moments happen for the glory of god at reawaken america and seeds get planted in the lives of those that are still seeking the lord we have seen many people uh get set free healed delivered uh we love to pray over people at reawaken america um i have prayed with so many uh amazing people which include marty grisham from lamont fair prayer, prayer pastor todd Coconado, uh who also deals in deliverance as well and it has been uh, an honor and a privilege to pray for so many people to be able to minister to them for my husband Chris to be able to minister as well and uh, for for Clay and General Flynn to allow me to to even speak there to even speak and, and speak what the Lord has to say people need the word of the Lord in this hour that is what they need uh, and so reawaken america has been a chance for people to come and not only hear the word of the lord um and hear biblical teaching and be prayed for but also to get necessary information they need because the word of god says it is the knowledge of the truth that will set you free. Um, And so it's been an incredible experience for us. We hope to see you at upcoming events uh, that are coming up this year. Uh, And we are excited to see you there. God bless everyone.